are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. Probably the sh- this is probably the shortest movie we've ever done. It's Cause very I, short. Because I, I looked at it and it was like what thirty five minutes long, and I was like, "Wow, it's an appetizer." <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's it's a little bit short. And well, hello, folks. Welcome to Cult Cinema <laughs> Cat Homes. We want to make sure in this episode we get it within the first minute. Uh, like the last we don't always. So before we before we talk about uh, Courtney's choice this month of unconventional musicals, uh, which is Zombie Prime, I've got to let y'all know I watched Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, you did. Oh, did you? Oh yes, I did. Um, right. all I the only no notes. the only the only kind thing I can say about this movie is very fit and to the DC expanded universe. Um. I didn't expect all the P-jokes. And I also didn't expect Nicole Kidman to look more like AI than she does in real life. I had no uh, idea Nicole Kidman was in that movie. Oh, yeah. She plays his mom. She was in the first film also. And I, yeah. Hmm. It's a polar opposite of the first one. Because I actually enjoyed the first film. The first film, the only thing that was missing for me was a Queen soundtrack. This thing is a hot mess. I such a hot mess. Um, that's all I could say. Has can I ask a question? Yeah. Has there ever been a cold mess? What's a cold mess? I feel like that should be something. Um, that's uh, homemade ice that's, cream in chemistry class. No, a cold mess is, and now the screaming starts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is a cold mess. Is that good? <laughs> that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. a cold mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good a, job. That's a cold mess. Nice call. So, so uh, Courtney last month, with her very first ever pick for us, gave us a doozy. I'm with, still so sorry, you guys. <laughs> gave us a doozy with... Um, Having to, you know, venture into the world of BYU TV. Hey, still the best streaming service. Still <laughs> technically the best streaming service that I have on any of my devices. It should not have a better. It is a better interface, interface man. Than Max. That's sad. Yeah, but it does. <laughs> Good so UX sad. designers at BYU, apparently. Yeah. Didn't pay him a thing. It's, a, it's called a tithe. Oh, well, because yeah, they tithing. just. Yeah. yeah, they just sit. Th- they just sit there and watch the inspectors and all the other, you know, stuff on there. But hey, I've discovered it has Veggie Tales. Yeah, and Veg- I mentioned it had big comfy couch, and I got dead fucking silence out of that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> what if it had well, like well, deep in it? More- 
I think I think we were more shocked that there was something with Wayne Brady on there than there was the big company <laughs> yeah, couch. It seemed to be a reality show, like a like a longer form. I don't know. Yeah, he's it weird. He's he's a re, he, yeah. It's a reality show where he's trying to help comedians be funny. Oh, well, if you need uh, help, honey. <laughs> it's already done. Other it. ways to go. Definitely. Anywho, Anywho. For, this, for my so, pick, I, I'm I'm making amends with an alarming anecdote of ad, atomic adolescent angst. And then in March, you're going to fuck us up. You know, uh, listen, <laughs> I it's still about don't balance. know what we're watching in March. I, oh, we're just he doesn't wait. know yet. Yeah, it should oh, be by Monday. OK, well I, I, well, I mean, already the movie that I was going to do for this month, I've already postponed for March because it fits. And you'll understand why when you get Courtney's title, you'll understand why it fits. Uh, okay. But, but um, I'm actually very curious about this. Tell us about Zombie Prom. OK, so uh, this is a musical that I love, a stage musical that, uh, excuse me. Sorry, I have a little bit of a cough left over still. Uh, it was a full length musical on stage uh, that did quite well. I mean, it didn't get to full Broadway or anything, but it had its run. Um, and uh, it is functionally. A combination of Grease and the Toxic Avenger. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, and it is, it's super fantastic. It's the teenage romance story. It's good girl Toffee and her friends who are also all named after food. Uh, I believe I their names. I to say, wait a minute, Toffee? Yes, her name is Toffee. Oh, please um, tell me there's someone named Taffy. So we can go. Uh, thank God there's not. They're all different enough so that you can at least keep them straight. Uh, I believe her friends are Candy, Coco, and Ginger. Um, so all very, very Grease. Um, but Toffee quickly falls hard for Johnny without the H, who is a bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, and it happens. On on the advice. <laughs> Of the very wise principal, Miss Strict, uh, played by RuPaul <laughs> Charles. Not a joke. All of this is real. <laughs> she wow. breaks up with him. Uh, and he does the classic 50s thing and rides off into the sunset into his motorcycle away from Enrico Fermi High School. That's oh, my God. Not, wait, wait a minute. What's the name of the high school? Very funny. <laughs> Enrico Fermi High School. Very funny. Oh, Good job. Uh, and And as he does... He falls into the local nuclear reactor. You do. You do. As you do. One does. Um, and and that does not. That's about the first fifteen minutes of the movie, maybe less. Okay. <laughs> and so chaos ensues from there. It's not close to the end, and it's certainly not the end of Johnny without the H. Uh, it is a little disappointing that they cut so much out of it for the film version. Uh, because it was, like I said, a full length, you know, the 20, 25 songs uh, in the full version. But it's so good. Uh, we have a TV reporter who shows up who's also got a fantastic name. His name is Eddie Flagrante. <laughs> good stuff. It's all fantastic. Uh, super fun, super campy. If you told me John Waters wrote the book, I would believe you. 
I was going to say, it kind of sounds like it's in the same vein of musicals like Bat Boy and Reefer Madness, the musical. So, yeah. Definitely in the same neighborhood. They would all be in the same sort of weird fringe festival situation. Nice. Yeah. Okay, this sounds fun. This one sounds fun. It's honestly very good. I can't wait. I'm shocked that neither of you has ever seen it because you have all seen so many movies that I've never seen. It's one of my favorite musicals ever. And they do a really great job with the art direction. Like, it's all super cute. I love it. Is it a musical or is it a stage performance that they are? This is a film of. Like a filmed. This is not a pro shot on a stage. Okay. This is. Okay. So it's an actual movie. So it's actually like an actual movie, movie, short film. Correct. Yeah. This is a short film. Who made it? Um, let me look into that. I mean, aside I like from RuPaul, Jeffrey you've Star. never heard of anyone. Jeffrey Star. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, it's getting problematic in here with the Good Jeffrey Lord. Stars. Oh, you know. Yeah, looking, our director is Vince Marcello, who also wrote it. How does one get such... RuPaul in your... How did you get RuPaul? Like, legitimately, we have such heavy hitters as Darren Robertson, who has no picture on IMDb. (laughs) And then you have RuPaul. And Candace Nicole, who has no picture on IMDb. She has two first names, though. She does. That's how you know she's evil. Yeah, it's dangerous. Maybe the director had some dirt on RuPaul's fracking business, and that's how he got him into the movie. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've never heard of any of these people outside of RuPaul. Like, literally. Mm-mm. Good. That's the way we like it. See, I, I will have to admit, when when you first, last month, when you were about to introduce this movie and you said that it starred RuPaul, I thought at first you were going to say, oh, God, she's showing a star booty starring RuPaul. Oh, God, no, and, no. And I love I you, like, and I want you to be happy. I was like, do I really want to suffer through star booty again? <laughs> That's never. a part of my coming out process that I want to keep in the past. <laughs> so. Throw it in the back with the other bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, are we ready to go to the zombie prom? Honestly, I, I can't wait. Always. Alrighty. We'll be right back after we go to zombie prom. Yeah. Hi there, fun seekers! Are you looking for cinema that is absolutely 100% independently made, but also extremely unique and outside of the box? Well, look no further than Troma Pictures and the Troma Now streaming service. Watch.troma.com is your home for everything from Lloyd Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.trauma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. Let's get freaky. musical just in case uh 
This is the mashup I need. This is like taking a uh, Gordon Lightfoot song and then mashing it up with Sadness Part One by Enigma. I love it. I love it. Put the track down. Just while I'm going through my pain, you know, that shot won't go away. Like, it won't go away. Oh. <laughs> I'm upset. Oh, my nose is running like crazy now. <laughs> Oh, Don't tell them be, why. It's going to be a fun recording. My mouth is on fire and stinging. My nose is running. And, oh, I think I feel a burp coming. Oh, wow. I think I feel it. I Here just, it comes. Do I need to start talking about the cut song from Zombie Con? <laughs> there the we go. Now? Oh, my Damn. God. What was that? What uh, was that? That didn't come from Roy. That came from the freaking demons. Fucking Sam Raimi produced that burp. Yes. God. Ooh, and it just made the inside of my mouth hotter. What the hell? Oh, no. He's ruined. He is. We're going to have to come back later. I can't tell you about the cut song from Zombie Prom called The C Word. Uh, no, right. <laughs> the no, C Word. Go, go ahead and tell us about the C Word. So... Ooh. This is a song that should have been RuPaul's song. It's a it's a principal strict song. Uh, the word in question that starts with a C is too taboo for Enrico Fermi High. It's crap. Nice <laughs> God. Uh, she also has another song called Rules, Regulations, and Respect. RuPaul had so many opportunities to sing more songs, and they just didn't give them to her. And I don't know why that is, and I think it's I'm rude. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the record label. I don't know why, but like it's not like oh no, it's RuPaul can't sing. It's like her whole thing. Because yeah. before before she started her own record label with Worlds of Wonder, she was with Tommy Boy, so it was probably Tommy Boy Records. God, my mouth is on fire. Yeah. Well, they also had to cut it down to 38 minutes, and I really wish it would have been I don't the whole thing. That. Yeah, because it was too much fun. I was like, no, don't end already. You I know what I you guys, do. You know what I do want to end is the pain in my mouth right now. <laughs> I want that to end. Do you do you want to tell everybody what brand and item that you've eaten that's ruined your face so that yeah, we can that all avoid it? You're done now. Uh, well, this I don't even know. Cautionary tale. The, the bag is in the kitchen now, but it's Trinidad Scorpion flavored pistachio nuts that were found in the clearance section of Kroger, and now I know why they were in the clearance section of Kroger. <laughs> Um, God, there's not even enough milk in this world, I think, for this. Um, but I just ate a, not just like a couple, I ate a handful of these things. And I'm paying for it. I'm definitely paying for it now. So, zombie prom. (laughs) Um, So, my first thing to say about it, and I I hope you both agree, is that the names that they've used all over this thing are fantastic. mm, Amazing. Yes. Without question. Enrico Fermi High, the Francis Gary Powers nuclear power plant. Mm -hmm. The fact that every girl in the show is named after food. Yeah. This was definitely in the same vein as Reefer Madness, the musical. Very much so. So hilarious. So good. So good. The cast, by the way, slaps. Totally unknown except for RuPaul, but all well, fantastic. Katie Mixon's in it. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I love Katie Mixon. Katie Mixon makes everything better. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Katie Mixon. 
also <laughs> one of the, one of the original Jersey Boys. I found out through research, which I'm very happy huh. about. You know, David Engle. You know what really? was the one thing I also really liked about Zombie Prom was I actually didn't see the plot twist coming. No, it actually is kind of surprising. Because <laughs> because like when the when the plot twist hit, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> now, um, I would say if they had extended it past whatever thirty five minutes, you would have seen it coming slightly more, uh, because that there's a moment uh, where. Uh, Eddie Flagrante shows up. God damn it. Can we just. That's another great name. Take a beat on that name, will you? Because, good God. Eddie Flagrante. Yeah. Um, He sees Principal Strict and he says, Delilah Strict. And she says, (gasps) Eddie Flagrante. (laughs) (laughs) They do that like eight times in the full version. (laughs) So good. It's literally every time they're in the room together, they see each other and they do that. I so also good. love the whole like creep show style comic book art that was yeah. going on through it. I, Super I think fun. I think if they were able to extend it out to a full movie, they need to keep that element to it because that was just awesome. Is it's that a perfect why? way to do like musicals have blackouts and there's no way to get around that. And that's why it doesn't always translate to movies. But putting something like that in its place is really perfect. It worked for Repo. I mean, so, yeah. Truly. Did that um, fill in the gaps for the remaining show to some extent? Um, in some ways, yes. There's some character development that gets lost. Uh, but a lot of it, they really do. They, they get the broad strokes. You know the story. There's not really much that you're missing. It's not like Greece, sure. where they're like, okay, now let's talk about this other girl and her boyfriend. They, they don't really care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> about the other people. We don't need to know about Coco and Gary or whatever his name is. I mean, I, uh, I want to know more. Can I they would. tell me more? I would love to know. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, I do love that uh, RuPaul's eyebrows are really the real star. <laughs> Those uh, eyebrows. Really fantastic. I was like, damn. Touching I, God himself. Now my, my my question is is was she still doing her own makeup at this time or did she this is this is this when she started hiring a staff to do her makeup? Good question because the makeup looked good but it was very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was um, this before and was this before or during the um, time when she started fracking? I believe this is before the fracking. <laughs> this would be before the fracking. <laughs> this was in 2006. Um, I wonder if she talks about that in her new memoir, like a chapter in there going, so I started fracking. (laughs) It is called the, what's it called? Like the house of unrevealed secrets or something. I can't remember the exact name. Uh, The congressional oversight committee. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She has so many great lines. Like when she meets Johnny and he's like, oh, no, I'm spelling it without the H now. And then she oh. calls him a hoodlum and she's like, that's hoodlums, Johnny, with, with an, an H. H. And the off, the like, Johnny yeah, without an H bit was so, so good. Funny. It's literally the only thing that makes him a hoodlum. Yeah, that's it. Everything else about him is just like every other person at school. Yeah, it's so good. Until he dies and, and comes back as a zombie and then all of a sudden he's he, like... Does. He becomes greaser, and when yeah, he comes back, as Zuko, one hundred percent. He <laughs> he died as duty and came back as Kaniki. 
Yep, that's true. Yeah, there is exactly. a moon out tonight. Yes. It's, it's his it's his zombie jawline. That's my it's favorite. A great part. jawline. They really he, built him a good he, one. He comes back as a hotter zombie than he was a human. Yes. The only thing that was negative is he was kind of green. Uh, there is a by the way there's a great practical effect in this thing that i don't know if i've ever seen done as well as they do it in a 36 minute um musical on youtube and when it's when he drives the bike through the locker uh, into the hallway great practical effect i loved it so much that i ripped it off when i directed it as a high school teacher like he didn't he wasn't on a motorcycle because like what am i gonna do i'm gonna make a motorcycle on stage absolutely not but i made a similar (laughs) i mean when when we did greece when we did greece for one of the five times that we did greece in lebanon ohio (laughs) we took the the athletic department golf cart and did it up like grease lightning oh nice and dennis purvis drove it into the orchestra pit off the stage. So you can do a motorcycle <laughs> on stage. Oh, man. See, when we did Grease, because I assume every high school theater department oh, has done yes. Grease. Oh, of course. Uh, we had a dad that was a welder, and he just took a car that was like a junker car and cut it in half and then just added some wheels on the back, and we had to push it. Oh, my God. Just enough on stage. Oh my God! But no, this movie. This but was not all the way on stage because if you pull it all the way on stage, then everybody's gonna know it's not a yeah. whole car. I, I would break my moratorium on performance if I was offered a role in Zombie Prom. I would. Do I would go back to the stage for Zombie Prom. Do I need to sing Easy to Say right now? Because I will. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um, can we talk about Toffee and Johnny's dates? Uh, they do the like flipping through the comic book to do a montage of their dates. Yeah. And I really loved their dates. One of them was a tour of the nuclear plant. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And I just really loved it. I thought it was really adorable. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's where he dies later. That's so cute. <laughs> we we were watching it and he, he jumps into the uh he jumps into the um Whatever they call it. It's I'm lost on it. Into the reactor? Yeah, thank you. Into the reactor. Oh, and, do you mean and, death you don't scare me? It, <laughs> well, he jumps into the reactor <laughs> and into the toxic waste that is in the reactor. And we're watching it. And Lacey turns to me and goes, I don't think that's how reactors work. <laughs> <laughs> but does she like, know? That's your problem. That's your problem. My dad was a nuclear health physicist. I know how reactors work. So I got to be that guy. And that was fun for me. But and you got like, to say, excuse me, my beautiful wife, that is actually how reactors yeah, work. This is you can't it's fall into of nuclear waste <laughs> in the bottom. No, but like, There's that's your problem with this thing? At the end of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's your problem with the with with this whole situation is the re, is the reactor. It's not it, it's not Enrico Fermi High. It's not like any. It's so good. God, I I love I love it so much. It's like two steps away from them attending Clone High High School. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I also love that she's still wearing black at the lunch table after he's died. And her friends are like, geez, Toffee, lighten up. It's been three whole weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Since he literally committed suicide. 
<laughs> he threw himself into like, a nuclear reactor. I know, guys, but I'm still bummed out. <laughs> I don't have. Well, she was. Was she bummed out because he was dead, or because she didn't have a date for the prom? That was my favorite. That's a real tough call, and I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, (laughs) but I thought that was very funny that she was mourning the prom date more than she was mourning the boyfriend at that point. I think it was equal parts Johnny himself and that she can't go to the prom without a date because that would be scandalous. Oh, yeah. well, Miss Manners also was just like, you cannot go to the prom. Girl, girl, good girl, stay home and study for the final. Yes, thank you, freaking well, RuPaul actual man. <laughs> well, and I think Roy will, I don't, Courtney, I don't know if you have, if you'll have a dog in this fight, okay? But I think oh, Roy probably. Um. It made me pine for home at class. <laughs> yes. A nuclear holocaust is no excuse for a runny meringue. <laughs> yes. I I have fond memories. Everybody's shocked, I'm sure. I have fond memories of home at class because we had those home at classes. See, you I know? didn't. I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, so we um, did not have home at. I mean, I uh, made, you know, I made omelets and sewed and, you know, figured out how to use uh, sewing machines and stuff like that in home at class. Heck so yeah, I, I learned how to sew pajama pants. I took care of an egg for a week. Yeah, so yeah. I was very I was very um, happy to see a home at class. I, I, I was in physiology and dissected a fucking cat. Oh, Ew, um, no. I had to yeah. do a pig and I did not love it. Um, but I think we can agree that every single person in this movie absolutely understood the assignment 100%. Oh, like nailed it freaking absolutely nailed it um my favorite of the unsung heroes of this movie is the guy who throws johnny out of everything yes shows up like four times and after the second or third time instead of him taking johnny by the knees and throwing him into a fireman's carry and running him off johnny just goes "Ugh, okay and like leans over Uh (laughs) uh-huh it's a good bit it's a subtle bit, but it's a good bit. It wouldn't have been as funny if they did if they talked about it. Yeah. But the fact that it just kept happening is so good. Well, yeah. there are a lot of things in this that really and I think maybe the 36 minute mark was a credit to it because there were a lot of things in this movie that would have suffered from exposition. I agree. You know, uh, and like, that's why like if you look at the songs and the shows there's no more exposition. Th- There's no more exposition. Those are words that I said them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the story itself is 100% intact. Nice. The wow. only thing that's missing is just like some more stuff where Principal Delilah Strict talks about who she is as a person and Eddie Flagrante talks about who she is as a person. There's a great number where we get to see an episode of Eddie Flagrante's TV show and a woman does the live commercials because it was the style of the time. Uh, And it's all about cigarettes. And it's so funny. Of course it's all about cigarettes. I had to cut it because I taught high school and it's not cool. But (laughs) she would like sing this beautiful song. She was kind of um, not unlike Charo at the time. Just kind of like a really exciting Spanish woman singing this upbeat song. And then as soon as she was done, she'd go. (laughs) 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 It's very good. 
That's very uh, good. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. Smoke these cigarettes. <laughs> She's not dying. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm very I'm, I, I did not know that this existed. When did I can't this believe it. When did this come about as a thing? So it was an off-Broadway show in the, like, mid-90s, like, 95, That's 96. Why. Yeah, okay. And then I think it threaded the needle for you. Uh, yep. And then it came into uh, the West End in, like, 2005 or something like that, right around the time they made the movie of it. Uh, it kind of had a resurgence in the U.K., uh, but it's just sort of this obscure, I, I really think it deserves a place among all the weirdo greats. Your Toxic Avenger musical, your Psycho Bat Beach Boy. Party, your Hairsprays, all Bat that Boy, stuff. Bat the Boy, musical, yeah. absolutely Bat Boy. Should I, should I say <clears> Evil <throat> Dead the musical? Or are you waiting for somebody to say that? I'll say it. Uh, Evil I, Dead the musical. I am obsessed with Evil Dead the musical. I've been in it many times. I'd do it again in an absolute heartbeat. I now uh, want to I now want to see Saw the musical. When I heard that yes. the did Silence the musical uh, did uh, I love Silence. Saw. I've also done Silence. I would do yeah, Saw. I saw that movie. production myself. Oh yeah, you saw me in Silence. Yes. I was trying to remember if you saw me in Silence or was it I, Evil Dead. I love the fact that the um the song I I'd fuck me the whole <laughs> It's really whole, long. I, I love that the whole reveal moment was done as a burlesque striptease. That was just <laughs> a, a hilarious way to do it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I wanted more. This left me wanting more, actually. Yes, and, that's actually my only critique is that the, yeah. the cutting out all the character development gave it this breakneck pace that it was over. And you're like, wait, but 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 it's no. over. Now, Andy, I want to ask you this question because Courtney and I had a side conversation about this. Oh, we did. Um, who would you cast? Because the principal has to be a drag queen. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Has to be a drag queen. With all of the drag superstars that have come our way now, if they were to do a new stage production of this, who would you think would be the principal? I don't. I am not as tied into that into the drag queen world as you guys are so i don't know outside of i'm really struggling between two i'll go, say that you guys go with yours because the only one that i would think i would want and i cannot remember the name for the life of me Actually, was the three. one that was on at midnight oh bianca bianca, oh, bianca. would be good yeah because just because there's this embodiment of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that like over the top 50s school mom that I think would she really does lean into that with her style yeah. naturally and she does have a background on stage uh, she was a costumer for Broadway for a long time um, so that I can see that choice. being smart yeah so I'm struggling because it depends on how we want to do this Roy if we have the same three people well for drag race people and one of them is not a drag race person yeah so I, I think I have, they're on your radar i have one person who was not on drag race and then one person who was on drag race oh um, man who is your one person who was not on drag race coco peru oh coco peru would be really good i didn't think of coco peru coco, per coco peru is really good at playing that 
uptight and like shitty bitchy i love that that's great because i because i'm sure that there are a couple points in the show where she can insert her trademark line this bothers me that bothers me yeah um i love that that's fantastic my non-drag race person i was thinking of was meatball uh, because she's oh so gross, I think she'd be perfect to just like really swing hard the other way. I think she'd be great at it. She could throw in her trademark because she loves every chance she gets. She throws in the alphaba at the end of Defying Gravity. She goes, oh, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> and I would love to see that some more. Uh, who's your drag race superstar pick? Alaska. I picked Alaska also. Alaska would be good. It's Alaska would be good. Face. It's the fart face, the being able to look down her nose like it's the grossest thing she's ever seen in her yeah, life. She she just gives a look and a read with just one look. That would be perfect. I mean, yeah, she does the kind of but at the same time, she can be. Let's not forget when she was in All Stars 2 and she did what happened to baby JJ. Yes, she. I mean, she <laughs> just can be perfectly vicious and and do it. I, it's like the minute I was watching, I was like, oh, God, Alaska would kill this role. Yes. She would do it. Put her with uh, as Johnny without the H. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the musical Be More Chill. No, no. No. Oh, you would love Be More Chill. It's really fun. It's very Gen Z, but it's very fun. Uh, the lead guy from that, and his name has completely escaped me, and I don't know why I didn't write it down, because I'm great at podcasting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he also played Seymour in L.A. for a while, uh, next to uh, M.J. Rodriguez. Okay. I wanted to see that really bad. Uh, <laughs> and I'm still jealous that anybody got to see it. Uh, and I think he should be Johnny without the H. I don't care that he's 30 now. All of these teenagers were definitely 30. Oh, oh, are you kidding it does me? Not matter to me. Oh yeah, Kate I mean, was 35 years old when she did Grease. Like, I remember, I, I, I remember when uh, they made fun of uh, Grease in Mad Magazine. I found an old uh, issue of Mad Magazine. They made fun of Grease and with Stalker Channing's song. The very first lyric was, "Look at me, I'm 35." Yep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's rude. She was beautiful. She was still beautiful when she was on The West Wing. She's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, let's just be clear that uh, Travolta was taking Centrum by the time he was right? making that movie. <laughs> just to make sure. Um, so zombie prom goes down in the grand tradition of musical theater, which is saying that Santa Fe is like another planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's They're not wrong. It's in Newsies. It's in Rent. When Delilah Strick says she got pregnant, she got sent away for a ho- to a home for unwed mothers in the wilds of Santa Fe. Santa Fe. <laughs> a Santa All Fe this- in musicals is what Dayton, Ohio is to movies. For some reason, well, even all the Rent. weird shit has to happen in Dayton, Ohio in movies. Well, well, like even in Rent, they're like, let's go open up a restaurant in Santa Fe. I was like, that's a Why? goal. That's Why a goal. Why would you do that? Hey. I mean, even in the 90s, I mean, I, I I was, you know, the perfect, you know, target audience for Rent when this thing first came out in the 90s and that came up and I was like, no. What? <laughs> no, I'm not lesbian. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like turquoise that much. I don't love turquoise that much. <laughs> like, it's funny you mention that. 
maybe maybe now that you know meow maybe now that meow wolf is there maybe but no there the so the guy that watched our dog when i was a kid was kind of the local gay uh and he spent (laughs) half the i know (laughs) i'm a local gay well he spent half of his time in Santa Fe, selling the local the gay food. from Santa Fe. He was. But so he in, in the summer, he would stay in Graham and watch people's dogs and make turquoise jewelry. And then in the winter, he would go to Santa Fe and he would sell that turquoise jewelry. I just, you know, yeah, I just, I just want to be. Go ahead, Roy. I just now had a random thought. Now I want. If they ever do uh, another, well, if they do a revival of Newsies the Musical, I now want the most queeniest queen of the queens to sing Santa Fe in that musical. Santa Fe! <laughs> Santa Fe! We can bring Paul Lind back from the dead. <laughs> I, I do want to say you started that story as a combination of um, um, Paul Lind <laughs> and the guy who sits on his porch. Um, and talks to them uh, during Pet Cemetery at the very beginning. That's actually a perfect description of who this man was. <laughs> that is that is who he was. It's His Wong name today. Was Bob. No, Wong today. Today. Go on that road. That's why I got it. That's why I don't go on that road. I, I go love on that road to suck You better get inside. There's going to be a lobster squall. A lot of history down that road. <laughs> don't stick your finger in that hole. <laughs> a lot of history in that hole. <laughs> Are we, Sorry, are we writing no. a musical right now? We I are. feel like we're really, really, Colton McCacombs, the movie. Music, Sorry, the musical. My Sorry no. that my house smells like poppers and lube. <laughs> if, if I ever get the opportunity for the three of us to be in the same place to watch either this or the Toxic Avenger musical, which is another one of my absolute favorites, or the Psycho Beach Party stage play, and figuring out a way for all three of us to be in the same room and experience it together. <laughs> I'm so obsessed. We'll set up cameras. I want to be in Psycho Beach Party so bad. I don't care that I'm 20 years older than I'm supposed to be to be the lead in that movie. I want to play it so bad. What we'll do is we'll have setups like um, Sheldon had in The Big Bang Theory when he had the iPad attached to a robot that just wandered into the room when he was sick. Oh, you mean Cole and Kat's anniversary party? (laughs) (laughs) So we could have just all of a sudden these three robots just wander into the theater with our faces on iPads going Mm. into the seats and (laughs) and watch the show. I'm obsessed. So uh, I guess for the benefit of the audience, we can say the twist. This is the moment where we spoil the movie. But That's it's true. like a half hour long, well, we've so given like, them, you're really not giving we've much. We've given them time to watch it. That's true. You've had so much That's time. You point. really, That's we talked point. about it for 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the point of, that's the way we do the show, right? We're going to give them that opportunity. Yes, they you don't have take it. This is the first time you. you can actually watch a movie. You can actually press time. pause and then watch <laughs> the movie in real time, then come back to this episode. Truly. True. Uh, but it turns out that Delilah Strict is so hard on Toffee because she herself was an unwed mother. She had a baby with Eddie Flagrante and had to go away. And that baby was orphaned. And she realizes that Johnny without the H is that baby. And the character turnaround is faster than any sports car you've ever seen. (laughs) I know. She went from mega bitch to my baby. 
it be? My own rotting flesh and blood. <laughs> it's very good. Very good. And like, and I feel like we haven't talked about this yet. Johnny has a lot going on inside. And by a lot, I mean, he really wants to be able to have cake and ice cream. <laughs> literally the only thing he wants and that a lot of that is cut out he talks about it like four times in the 35 minute version in the full version anytime somebody talks about prom or a party or anything he's like will there be cake (laughs) (laughs) it's the only true thing he missed out on it's the only thing he cares about it's the only thing he misses only thing he missed um, so I, I guess it's safe to say that we highly recommend yeah. uh, Zombie Prom. 100%. You can't lose anything by watching it. It is a half hour of your time to watch this thing. And it it was it, it, if it's it was so two fun. and a half hours, I would still suggest you watch it. But it is, yes. a, it is one half hour. So much no, fun. I watched the pilot of the remake of Heather's. And it was terrible, and it took longer than the amount of time that took this. So even if you don't like Zombie Prom, it's still not that bad. Mm-hmm. The pilot of the remake of Heather's. Did you know they made a Heather's TV show? Oh, it yeah. Was really I, yeah, bad. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to acknowledge that that never happened. It is horrible. Get terrible, that. terrible, terrible, terrible. As a person who loved Heather's, the show, like the movie and the musical. Yeah, it's real bad. It's another show I'm too old to be in, but I want to be in it anyway, and I don't care. <laughs> so, is there a way we can start a theater company where the expectation <laughs> is that we are going to play parts that we are way too old for? I'm going to sing a song called 17. And That's I know right. exactly what our first original musical is going to be. Put a that stand- thing back a- where it came from, where it's <laughs> help me. Nope. It is going to be Jawbreaker, the musical. Yes, oh, good. Yes, yes. Followed by Cruel Intentions, the musical. I oh, love that's already Cruel been done. Intentions, the musical. It's so good. <laughs> Followed by was real, the Jennifer's was Body, the musical. <laughs> write it. I don't care. Followed by Lisa Frankenstein, the musical. The musical. <laughs> write it. You know that Diablo Cody's already trying to option that thing. She already has written one musical, and it was very successful. <laughs> Threw my pen about it. Jesus. <laughs> she did Jagged Little Pill, goddammit! She did! I cried in that thing. I never cried. I cried instantly in Jagged Little Pill. It's so is good. The only, of, the three, of the three films that we watched this month, this is the only one I didn't cry to. So That's fair. This that isn't says. really a crier. No, but the no, other two is- I did, so... I mean, that says something about something. I just don't yeah. know I mean, what it is. I mean, a man committed suicide, and even that wasn't very permanent. <laughs> right. Well, it was like Harley Quinn falling into the vat of It's goo. exactly what it was. It was <laughs> a Batman villain origin totally. story. <laughs> and we only got like 30 seconds of the reason why he came back. There is a whole song about it. It's called A Voice in the Ocean. <laughs> of uh, course it is. It's so good because she cried onto his grave. Oh. And she cried and she was like, oh, oh so she leaked, So she Lisa Frankenstein this shit. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. in a way, yeah. Um, but, you know, without the lightning. <laughs> and without, without the That's not a spoiler for a movie that came out this week, is it? <laughs> it's a spoiler for a movie I haven't seen yet, you jackasses. It's, it's really not a spoiler, though. That. You need to see that. I have said I am going on Thursday. 
thought no, I was instead you went to go see Madam Fucking Web. I instead did. Of- tune in to our Velvet Goldmine episode where I get to tell you all about it, <laughs> and I'm happy to so, do so. I will say I would argue that. That is not a spoiler for Lisa Frankenstein. It's in the trailer. Oh, (laughs) not only is it in the trailer, it's in Frankenstein. Yeah. It is also in the novel. If it wasn't in the movie, that would be a spoiler. There is one scene I'm dying to hear your response to in Lisa Frankenstein. I already know which one it is. I can't wait. And it's... um, Let's just say... The shows are going to be so good. (laughs) Yeah, there, 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 there is a moment in the movie um, that I cannot wait to hear your response to, and hopefully, I will be happy to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Our next episode is us talking about Velvet Goldmine, the, yes! the, the movie that was originally supposed to be about David Bowie, but then they couldn't do it, so instead they said, let's just turn it into a giant well, tribute to glam rock. They, they uh, did it, and then David Bowie said no. No, not this. No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, God, I can't wait to talk about gold, Velvet Gold Mine. And we will discuss not on this episode, but in upcoming episodes, what we have planned for March. March is going to be a weird month for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. Uh, because <laughs> Courtney, real weird. Because Courtney and I are going to be at AllCon for a week, and then I'm for the rest of the month, I'm going to be gone. I'm going back home to visit my family. So we got to literally like announce the movies, watch them, and shit them out immediately. Um, Ew. And that's <laughs> probably a good estimation for what we're going to be watching. So, <laughs> but I but I will say that uh, coming up very soon will be our live video. Well, I won't say live. It will be recorded live. Live to then, tape, right? Yeah, live, live to tape. tape. Of the Zubenstein, the Roys. We're renaming them to the Zubensteins because it sounds better than Rubensteins. Um, we but, don't want to get sued by the poltergeist lady. Yeah, we don't want to get sued by the, We don't want to get sued by the Zelda Rubenstein estate. Um, but um, we will. It's kind we of will a small ch- estate. We're going. <laughs> That's so rude. Wow. So, <laughs> on that note, join us on our next episode. Bye. Love. You make this trap.